This episode of a sassy little podcast for getting over it is proudly sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a woman-owned and managed business. We've learned the value of our physical and emotional health. This year, let's invest in our financial health. No matter which stage in life you're at, Rooted Planning Group is ready to help you achieve your dreams. Learn how financial planning can help you grow at rootedpg.com. Welcome to a sassy little podcast for getting over it. I'm your host, Sandra Ann Miller. Today we're talking about getting the F over pet peeves. Or maybe the people that peeve us should get over that annoying behavior. Our guests are two wonderful women we already know. Gia DeSantis, who talked ageism with us in episode 5, returns with her real-life bud, Jasmine Milligan, who talked clutter in ep 15. And I'm just determined to be a third wheel in this friendship. Ladies and gentlemen, please be warned that we are having cocktails and talking about some truly irritating behavior. That's a trigger warning if I ever <laughs> It's like, just be warned, because if they weren't your peeves before this, they will be soon. Agreed. Agreed. Maybe this will be enlightening. I think so. I, you know, I just wanted to have like a fun episode. And then I realized that once we started like digging through the pet peeves that, no, it's just really irritating. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of it's any fun at all. No. And also, you're not a third wheel to this friendship. No. You, are, you are true and blue and fully incorporated. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Except we have folded you in like I a delicate ingredient that. to our souffle. I appreciate that. Except we're so far. Yeah. yeah. You two are close. Well, G and I, G and I feel far away right now anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'll exactly. drink Exactly. Let's all have a sip of whatever. Oh my God! Cheers, Cheers ladies. I'm yes. drinking vitamin. I'm drinking vitamin C right now. Well, hopefully with some oh. vitamin V for vodka. <laughs> no, my chassis is a good girl. Oh. <laughs> We're taking her down with us. I can't. I can't handle the alcohol. I appreciate. Oh. That. <laughs> and that is a pee. Of mine. No, I'm <laughs> That's it. We're not friends anymore. It's over. It's over. It's just you and me, Sandra. <laughs> this interloper. <laughs> well, she can keep us on track. So there we we just yeah. Hey, somebody's got to stay exactly, somewhat. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. She can drive us home. <laughs> so we thought we would whittle this down to two peeves per person, just because there is such a long list. And then we're of course going to admit to uh, peevish behavior that we are guilty of ourselves. So. Just to start it off, Jasmine, what's your top peeve for this episode? Ooh, top peeve and always has been, and I think always will be, is people who litter. Amen. I don't understand it. I don't know where you ever thought that would be okay to just throw trash on the ground. And we're recording this on Earth Day. Oh my God, yes. So this hey, is especially yeah. yes. Like, so relevant. To the, to the 10th right now, uh, mm-hmm. littering is not okay, people. But yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it. I, uh, I've definitely had confrontations with people mm-hmm. when I witness I it. Yeah, it's, I get scary. Um, 
I'm passionate about I've it. I've chased people down. But I usually just shame people. Yes. I usually, that's my technique typically is just complete shaming. Like, oh, did you want me to pick that up for you? <laughs> oh, I think you dropped something. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, usually people are embarrassed. I've had people push back. Mm-hmm. I had over cigarettes back with me over over it was and it and and this is the one that gets me with your particular peeve is when someone will say, "Well, it's keeping somebody employed." Oh. Like really, really, Jackass? Because you you need Gross. the you know like dude at Disneyland to make sure to pick up your or like the I movie know, theater candy wrapper because they're doing someone a favor. Yeah. It's it, it, how entitled yeah, that, can you be? Jeez. Oh. It's, it was, of course, I can't do anything without going to politics for half a second. But that was um, uh, the former guy's uh, chief racist, Stephen Miller, when he was at Santa Monica High School, his famous speech, like the thing that kind of put him on the map for being dickish was, you know, I'm sick and tired of having to throw my trash in the trash cans. What else will the janitors have to do with their time? Oh, yeah, he's he's a prince. So he is the epitome of one of those. I'm, you know, I'm better than everybody which really is i think what it comes down to is i don't need to worry about this somebody will take care of it for me or i'm giving you know the bird a french fry which is different of course but because i've been known to give a bird a french fry (laughs) too in my time throwing an apple out your window on the side of the road right right hoping that a a tree Uh, will grow but it's never that right it's never that no 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 it's usually cigarettes always cigarettes Um, and i have chased people down horn honking, middle finger flaring, screaming out my window, like, don't do that. You know, I've done the drop, you've dropped something. My favorite was this woman in a a Mercedes, uncellophaning her pack of cigarettes, throwing that, the foil, throwing that. And I'm following her. This is through a neighborhood. And I am just like (laughs) on her ass honking. And then I pull up to her on the side because I'm that person. Like you drop something and you better go back and pick it up. And yeah, you know, I look like this psycho bitch. So it almost kind of takes people out of. Was she horrified? You know, in that Beverly Hills Mercedes driving kind of way, I think just to be confronted mm. on that level. But I wasn't letting it go. It's like, I saw you, you did this. I'm sure you do it all the time. Don't ever doing it. do it again. You know, just don't. And then I followed two cops into an El Pollo Loco once because that's safe. And, you know, said, I need you to tell me how I can perform a citizen's arrest because I just saw a guy flick a cigarette butt out the window and I live by the beach. So this is going directly into the ocean. This is toxic. I'm like, and I see this all the time and it drives me nuts. And I need to know, how do I perform a citizen's arrest? They're like, well, he really can't. Like, not not for that. <laughs> they were like, you're and cute like, lady, but. Well, they're breaking the law. <laughs> they're ruining the planet. What can be done? You know, I'll videotape it. I'll go back and get their DNA. You know, like what, what, what do we need to do? But CSI, seriously, like if this will stop this behavior, I will go fund it. I I am fully. I am too bad. Quibi went the way of the dodo before it really even launched because I would actually do segments of this and upload it of just like. Of, of of you performing DNA tests on <laughs> random cigarette butts. That would be awesome. It just reminded me too, when you were talking about just like the blatant 
like, oh, there's that trash going out the window and there's more trash. The I don't know if you ever saw that Mad Men yes, episode. I was gonna bring that up. Where they have a they have a picnic and right. they're just throwing everything out on the yep. ground. Just shake I off mean, the blanket was, and walk away. Yeah. I remember when I first started watching that show going, I don't know if I can get into this because mm-hmm. that was, I think, the first season. And then, you know, yeah, of, course of course I got sucked yeah. in and it was a great show. But, um, yeah. Like, that show. That's 1950s, you know. That's what people it, did. It was like watching home movies for me because my dad had an ad agency. <laughs> and it was maybe perhaps a bit of a womanizer as were all the mm-hmm. men there. But I can still, like, I would watch mm-hmm. Mad Men and I could smell that combination of um cigarette smoke and women his secretary's perfume and aquanet <laughs> because they all had beehives right so yes. you could smell this combination of scents and i could still like feel the the davenport mm-hmm. the you know sofa that he had in his office the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing yeah that was i i loved Mad oh Men. completely completely the cigarette smoke the chain smoking and the misogyny were kind of difficult but once you got past that incredibly Mm -hmm. well done yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. yes yeah right exactly so so Gia what's your top um you know there are so Mm -hmm. many frankly and and I threw a couple of them out there and we're going to wait for the ones that we're offenders of until a little bit later Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah is that True. Okay. So I'm going to go with this, which is driving me crazy because it is um, it is something that is becoming more and more prevalent and it's called the glottal stop. <laughs> and that is, uh, you'll see it, especially with people on you know, Instagram, um, influencers are horrible offenders of this and YouTube, but it's when they say important and mountain and it, leaving out the consonant completely out. So instead of mountain, it's mountain. And and I am going to lose my marbles. And it's always somebody who will also, in addition to the glottal stop, is um, they'll end it on the interrogative. So it was really important <laughs> that I tell you about this. And, and so this combination of these two things, I want to stick a chopstick in my ear and just make it stop. I can't believe that people are getting away with this this thing. And I'm here. It's funny. I'm friends of mine will give me grief. I'm like, oh, you're you know the grammar person. I don't want to screw this up. Or they'll write a note and they'll say, oh, forgive any typos, whatever. And and you know, it isn't that for me. What it is is you're old enough to know better, and the learning curve isn't that steep. Like it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm to understand these basic things, but it becomes part of everybody's regular vernacular or, or we're accepting, you know, somehow irregardless is now in, it, it's an <laughs> right. acceptable word. And I'm afraid that the next step for us is that the glottal stop is going to become part of that very American thing with all of these young people with huge audiences who don't know how to put a T in the middle of any of their words. Do you guys have that Liberty insurance commercial where they don't Liberty? pronounce the T at all when they do their their oh, slogan? No. <laughs> because it's it's what? Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> I'm like Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. That is um 
I can see that. But that also, that happens. There used to be a, and I think it was for home pride bread, because it would stop me in my tracks <laughs> when they would say master baker, that it came from the kitchen, their master baker, and it never came out as master baker. It always sounded like it came from the kitchen of our masturbator, <laughs> and which isn't appetizing even a little bit. And that is... It, that caught me all the time. And that was just something where it was just simple you know, diction will help you. And this is also the bread that that, that showed the butter being poured on it before it went into the oven. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe that was intentional. I <laughs> hope so. Caught. I hope so. Because if there was someone, again, the child of an advertising executive, like I look at that stuff and I think, wow, they all sat around after this was produced or they looked at the storyboard and said, that's the one. <laughs> Our kitchen's masturbator I mean, baker. Don't know the word masturbator. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the glottal stop. I, I'm. I, I'm. Uh, I am so bothered by it, and and I am not okay with people who do that. Agreed. There are too many. Agreed. It's just pronounce the word. Yeah. No, they don't mm. know how to do that. I. I am so happy right now. Because I'm a little lost, which means I don't follow these idiots. <laughs> oh, but you know what's going to happen? It's like if I were to say to you right now, like white Jeep Cherokee, when I you know. drive out, you're only going to see white all, Jeep Cherokees. All, yeah. So I have just screwed you hard and I'm so sorry. That's and all I, you're going to hear. Going it's to- an East Coast thing. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. I, I you know, people say kitten or mitten. Yeah, forget it. Well, yeah, maybe I'm a little sensitive too. I'm from the South and we do say things funny sometimes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's rare for me uh, being out West for so long now. But yeah, is it is it being typed this way or just... Just spoken. Just spoken. Just spoken. I assume okay. they I mean, it was, know that there's a T. In okay. Mountain, but oh, they well, look how they're spelling Mountain. "whoa," right? It's, and first of all, the way they're spelling it, they're spelling it would be Noah, like "woa." So it's every time I see it, I'm like, "Well, woa." <laughs> and and plus two also, that is one of those things where they're not only spelling "woa" incorrectly, but now there's a thing where people are putting the dollar sign after the numerals. Oh, Lord. Also, one of those things you're going to notice what? now that I've brought it up, right? It's, oh. It, it's like, oh, that's $10. So clearly the dollar <laughs> sign needs to go after the zero. No, dude, that's the learning curve. We learned how to do this in elementary school. Well, you don't see your checkbook looking like that, I, but they don't have checkbooks either. I've seen my child do that before. I thought well, he just went to I happen to know how to reach him, and I, Auntie Gia is going to have a little you, chat with that boy. Could you please? Because I, oh. I didn't know maybe maybe he's learning that from other people. Right. Because, I mean, I've corrected him, of course, but it's like the yeah, dollar it's a, sign it's goes thing. in front. Come on. Yes. Linguists will say, because I've talked to more than one, that this is just what happens with language and we're just supposed to let it happen. And I said, over my cold, dead body, that's totally fine. But while I'm still here and having to hear it and read it, please don't. And Starburst, it's inexplicable. (laughs) Right. 
Starburst. Oh. That's, <laughs> so that's my that that's that's this week's big <laughs> big uh, bad no no. At least the one when I sent you the you know like this is what I'm thinking about talking about. Of course, I was on pain medication because of an emergency root canal, but it could have been a root canal. <laughs> I'll tell you what another pet peeve is an emergency root canal. Hello. I'm so sorry. Poo to that. And trooper that you are, you're still here. Oh, you know what? Here's a peeve that was unscheduled. Uh, People who freak out about root canals, they aren't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like when someone says, oh, I'd rather have a root canal. Frankly, I would. Compared to some of the crap that has gone on. Give me another one of those babies. It'll give me like the nice coronation. That filling that used to be there is going to be nice and white. And I'll, you know, achieve perfection someday. Who knows? At least when I open up my mouth and laugh. <laughs> I think people who say that have never had a pelvic exam. <laughs> you know, yeah. now you get yeah. you get numbed for that. <laughs> You're getting numbed for that. You sure do. <laughs> So my my top, I had to really, really work to whittle it down because, you know, going off of litter, going off of glottis, that just opens up like this whole world of, of irritation. So I whittled my two down to a lack of personal responsibility and operating without a sense of logic. Because I think that kind of umbrellas everything. Well, because I could go on for days, clearly. I mean, seriously. We could just do like the pet peeve podcast. Would we ever run out of material? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. No. Just today, for me alone, I had more and more coming because up in my there's head, so but, many. But delve and j- just go into well, so like one of those deeper a lack of personal responsibility. One of my major irritations is when somebody's late, and I'm in LA, so we're always late. You know, you're either 10 minutes early or you're 10 minutes late because traffic. It's just this bizarre thing that just breaks all the rules of time-space continuums, physics, logic, all of it. It's just fuckery to the max. And so you can't help that. You don't know if there's going to be an accident, a lane closure. Waze is only going to tell you so much. And it lies all the time. So it's it, that's going to happen. But we have this magical thing called a cell phone. So the minute you know you're late, you can ring somebody or text them. But if you're Mm -hmm. driving, you should actually use the phone part of the phone (laughs) call and say, hey, you know, I ran into an issue, probably going to be a little bit late. So then the other person, me or whomever else, isn't breaking their neck to get there on time. Right. So a perfect example, someone I truly love, a very good friend of mine, chronically late. And we were scrambling to get to a screening after work, which is the worst. Like to get anywhere by 7 p.m. in Los Angeles on oh, yeah. a work day. <sighs> no, it's Ugh. it's just a shit show. So I'm rushing to get there, hoping that yellow light at the yellow light camera was still yellow. You know, <laughs> busting my ass. I'm going to be two minutes late, and I'm very excited about that. I'm turning left to get there. My phone rings. Hi, oh, yeah, I haven't left the office yet. Murderous rage just right then and there. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm breaking yeah. laws to be on time. <laughs> and you haven't left your fucking office yet. We're supposed to be meeting two minutes ago. So um, 
that. You know when you're going to be late. It's really simple. Let the other person know. And maybe you make up that time, and maybe you don't. But at least everybody's aware, and nobody's rushing to be punctual. There's a uh, former actual business partner of mine, but he's someone I just Mm -hmm. love desperately, like a sibling, love him. And there was a time when he and his then wife didn't realize it for a long time, but we would have to tell them that parties began two hours earlier (laughs) than they actually did if we wanted them to show up like within 30, 40 minutes of the event beginning. It was, it was a thing. And finally one day he was just like, hey, gee, you know, I want to ask you something. I've been thinking about this. Like, I've noticed that you guys tell us like, is it really starting at that time? I, yes, yes, it is. It is starting at that time. It was, and everybody knew except for them. And finally, like, really, it took them, I don't know, a couple of years to figure out that this is what we do because you do not know how to be anywhere on time. Yeah. Did yeah. it work after they figured it out? Or I mean, like, how did you then hack it? We didn't. Once they knew. We didn't. Did, we just, were they just I, late I, always I, after that? I, I, I think that he was pretty mortified by the fact that – like there was a whole society of people <laughs> that knew, oh, if we're going to do this thing and B and J are going to be there, we have to tell them it starts at 4 when we know good and well the reservation is for 6 p.m. And you know, always just like, we've got two more coming, you know, but we're going to go ahead and order. It, it was, it was, it was a thing. It's funny because he actually tried calling me yesterday and, I haven't called him back yet. So who's the idiot now? I'm the big meanie. See, this is what it feels like to have to wait. I'm very purposeful with that. But I I get it because I, and even now it's funny because I was just in LA for a thing. And Sandra, I'm sorry. It's to okay. Call you. I know you're busy. Isn't that busy? Anyway. Oh, this was unpredictable weirdness. But um, I... The last time I'd been there, uh, it, it was the horrible mm-hmm. fires and the height of COVID, right? So nobody was on the freeways. And it was just like, oh, I'm showing up everywhere early. So this go around, I had a couple of places that I had to be. And I actually had COVID traffic in my head. Like, oh, I'm going to be there in a hot minute. And no, traffic's mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's not nice. Gia, why didn't you tell me you were going to L.A.? Now I'm upset that you didn't tell me you were leaving town. I'm going I'm going back. I really want to tell your story about the last time you and I were there together when we picked up the car. Totally. Can we talk about a non-peeve for a second? Did we talk about this? I don't we, we haven't talked about this. I think we may have talked about it on when just the three of us hooked up for mm-hmm. cocktails. This is so not a peeve. Well, it was a peeve, I'm sure, for the person um who jasmine's she had affected their lives for a minute um but jazzy and i flew down to la together once and we so i was going to take her to where she was staying while i was going off to my thing so i had the rental car and we go out to hertz or hertz whatever it was and i go and i grab the key because they tell you like go to aisle whatever and grab choose your car grab the key and we get in we throw our bags in the car and we sit down in our little like prius or whatever and jasmine says oh this reminds me of the time i accidentally stole a car <laughs> and i <laughs> it's 
true. I had to keep my shit together on the stream because I was laughing so hard. It was just like, wait, 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 what? The time. So I, it, it, <laughs> and now Jasmine has to finish that story because I can't tell it. Like yeah, she yeah. Did. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to feel like an idiot all over again. No, uh, it was so beautiful. Uh, yeah, I went to Montana <laughs> to see my best friends, and I had my son Enzo with me, and uh, my friend Adrian's husband had left his car at the airport. He left town, left his car at the airport for me. We flew in. It's a complete fucking blizzard, like white out, and it's midnight, and Enzo's falling asleep, and I'm like carrying him, carrying luggage, and I, you know, find the car and get in and I end up staying in Bozeman. They lived in Big Sky, so it's like up a crazy canyon road and I'm like, I'm not doing that tonight. So the next day, went to the co-op, you know, had a leisurely morning, arrive, you know, midday in Big Sky, Montana, and Adrian's best friend comes out. She's like, hey, how's it going? You know, catching up. And she just looks at me kind of funny and goes, what's, what's this car? And I go, well, it's Keen's car. And she goes, hold on a second. She goes in and gets Adrian. Adrian comes out. And we're all hugging and greeting and happy. And and Jill just looks at Adrian and goes, what, what is this car? And Adrian goes, what? And she goes, this is the car Jasmine has. And they just start laughing hysterically. And I go, you, you this isn't funny. What's going on? And Adrian just goes, that's not Kim's car. <laughs> Like, well, whose fucking car is it? <laughs> They're like, we don't know. Where'd you get it? Like, does everyone in Montana leave their key on the tire? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I had stolen someone else's car and had it overnight, all day long. And uh pretty worrisome. Oh my God. That's so perfect. Because the other person just probably took the other car, just thinking, well, it's a swap. <laughs> Oh, no, it goes on from there. Well, well yeah, right. I mean, the, yeah. the rest of the story is that I found somebody's phone number in the glove box on an insurance card, left a message saying, "You please call me back. I need to talk to you. Uh, and then find another phone number and a woman answers the phone. And I'm, you know, totally freaked out. And I said, hi, is uh, Matt there? Whatever, whoever he was. Uh, and she goes, no. And I said, well, uh, I, I, I need to talk to him. Um, or I, I need to tell you something. <laughs> My friends were like, don't say that. Do not say that. I'm going to have a baby. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I just, uh, I have, I have your husband's car. And she goes, what? <laughs> and I go, so he's not missing it? And she goes, no, he's out of town for another week. I'm like, oh, okay. That's good news. Uh, and she goes, how do you have his car? I'm like, well, apparently I just took the wrong person's car. I was supposed to take my friend's car. And she just started laughing. And she goes, oh, just get it back before the end of the week. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then all this is running through my head about my drive up to Adrian's place, you know, it's like an hour long drive and I'm looking, there's CDs on the seat. It was a minivan, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
And there's CDs on the seat, and I'm like, what is this shit music he was listening to? <laughs> it's like, what is – I don't I – I couldn't even tell you what it was, but I just remember going, this music sucks. What's wrong with him? What got into him? And then uh, my lips were really chapped, and I'm like, oh, it's my best friend. So I'm like using – yeah, using the um, – oh, my gosh, sorry. Using the plastic. So, yeah. Oh, my god, That happened. That – so I replaced this gentleman's chapstick, filled up the gas tank, and got it back. You're promptly. such a good human. <laughs> Which is, again, not our topic, but it's that is it's a beautiful too rich story not to share with everybody. Yeah, not really a pet peeve. No, it's 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 well, I guess it would be kind of peevish to walk out to your car and go, "Where the fuck is it?" Right, right. <laughs> missing. Yeah. That'd be a, or pick up know, the phone and there's another woman on there saying, I really, I really need to talk to, talk to your husband. husband. <laughs> 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 I need to tell you something. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Oh, that story never oh. fails to bring me joy. All right, Gia, oh, what's so, your second? So good. My second? Um, Not including the one that I am a terrible offender of um i have a thing about tags and stickers like price tags <laughs> oh, and that yes. went jasmine just before we did this sends me a picture of something as a tag attached to a pillow um i and it is the dumbest thing and i actually i spoke to my shrink earlier and told him <laughs> that i had this thing going on i said does this qualify as a peeve or ocd and he said do you really want a diagnosis i was like no i'm just gonna go with peeve um <laughs> i i hate i hate picking up like a like a bowl at somebody's house, like you're know, cleaning up at a party or something and you're washing, but then there's like the sticky stuff, like people hadn't heard of goo gone in their lives <laughs> underneath the, like the, the salad bowl or you're walking through someone's house and they have their photo, you know, their, their framed photograph, but there's the sticker on the back from, and it's always home goods, by the way. It's like, and, and I think I mentioned like, it's, Always home goods. Yes. I and I and I've said countless times I wanted to believe that this was a priceless family heirloom, but alas, it's not. I I I cannot stand it. I don't want to see tags on pillows or coming out. Like I hate it. And my neighbors, if I look out my kitchen window. There's a driveway and I look across the street and there's a, a guest bedroom and those bastards never, ever shut the blinds. Well, they do in the main office area, which is also the home gym. And when she <laughs> and they keep those closed because one day I was standing there and I looked out the window and I was like, oh, look, insert name here, got a new boob job. That looks really good. And I realized, oh, my God, she was undressing with the window shade up. And that thing has never, ever been open since. But she did have good work done. And so if I ever feel the need, I'm going to ask her. But so that one stays closed. But the other one for the bedroom, there's a, a headboard and the like UPC code and all the information about this <laughs> poor taste headboard is, is right there. And I look at it all the time. And I swear to God, I, I lie there and I fantasize about, I wonder if I can go over there and offer to pay for them to get the blinds that can have the option for closing like the bottom up because then they won't lose any light in that room. Like I've thought through this. Now Jasmine's going to like drive over to my house and take a look at the thing 
Yes. Um, it's problematic for me. And the people who used to live in that house knew that I had this issue about stickers and tags. So for Christmas one year, the kids brought me a, uh, they did a homemade card and they'd gone through their entire house, through everything that they ever owned. And they just put stickers on the inside of this sheet of paper. And I swear to God, it was like the greatest gift to me because I knew, I knew going in that I would <laughs> not have to see that in the back of those stupid frames from home goods any longer. It was good. <laughs> Love it. And it was like the dumbest thing, right? And I, but I, I can't take it. So I'll take another sip of it's my perfect. drink. All right. I always Ooh. tell I always tell my tidying clients because yeah, people always have tags on their stuff, whether it's in their closet or the picture of the pillow I sent you today. And I'm always like, can I can I take this off? Do you own this? <laughs> right. And, and people are like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, well. Why wouldn't you take it off? I don't know. I, I remember shopping when I was young and just being like, I can't wait to rip the tags off, right? And it's mine. And it's, 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 it's odd it's, to it me. doesn't add to the aesthetic of anything. It's just it's just dumb. It's a it's my dumb, dumb thing that drives me crazy. <laughs> no, you just respect what you have. Take off the tag, clean off no, the goo. I, it's, it's not, not that hard. That's just me being an asshole. It's totally me yeah. being a dick. But but I to- I accept that. I, I accept it. And I'm going to take a picture of this Please headboard do. and I'm going to send it to you and you can use it in lieu of my photograph. <laughs> 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 if you ever really want to get to me, here's Gia's profile. That, that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so dumb. I mean, I have huge things that are peeves of mine. I don't want, you know, I, I there, there's just, there's a lot. It's, well, basically, the in last honesty, four years were other peeve. things. Yeah, that was a solid peeve, and the um, it, you know, and stuff like people telling me, like one of my neighbors, who you know, love the wife, whatever, but <laughs> like telling him that my eyes, I had had eye surgery, or whatever. It's like, oh, you're going to need glasses anyway. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, specifically did this, so I wouldn't need glasses. Like, no. It's like I actually know what I fucking had done to me, sir. So no, I don't need glasses anymore. Like it was like it, that whole mansplaining knowledge base that shouldn't <laughs> exist. Uh, yeah, but there are chicks who do it too with that kind of stuff. Wasn't it wasn't one of yours unsolicited advice? Well that's one I'm guilty that of. That kind of fits into that yeah. oh that's yeah. one that, that's one I'm so that's where I'm, it fits into that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let let's do your second one, then we'll get into what I'm guilty of. <laughs> oh my second one? What is my second one? Um mm, oh I don't like waiting for food. Well okay more specifically <laughs> I don't like wh- okay if you're in LA or New York mm-hmm. okay this it's different but here in Reno Nevada we're a small enough town that I don't think you should have to wait for fucking food anywhere you go I, I refuse so, to go anywhere but the 310 and the 212 for that reason okay <laughs> well yeah because especially I want to be more specific mm-hmm. especially coffee <laughs> Unless you're in the Starbucks drive-up line. I mean, okay, my, you might have to sit there a second behind a couple cars. But, like, you go into a coffee shop, almost everyone here now, and there's a line, like, almost around the block, and I just walk away. I just, I, 
I leave. I'm like, I don't, I can go home and make a cup of coffee. Like, granted, I want the steamed milk with it and I don't have a little steamer and so I don't do all that at home, but I just think it's ridiculous or waiting for a table mm-hmm. somewhere to get food. I'm like, what? No, there's an abundance. Like, especially in this town. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially mm-hmm. here. If it's something special and you're in a big city. If it's okay, something fine, special, you, you get a reservation but, and you're seated at the well, time of your, ta- you know, at your yes. reservation. So I'm not going to go yes. to the macaroni grill and get a get a pager and wait 45 minutes. You know what I mean? No, that's a pet peeve of mine. Waiting for food. I just, I don't do it. I just leave. Yeah, I, you know, I it's funny. The you said that about Nevada. It, it was because every one of these is sparking another like, oh, my God. And then there's and one of them is uh, just throwing this in here. People who say Nevada need to be. It, it's a smackdown. That is where they have yeah. a smackdown right there. No so, other. Yes. In Nevada. Yeah. This is the thing. In Nevada, not so much because I've never been to that place. Yeah, why are we the only state that gets mispronounced in the whole country? Like you can know all the other or Oregon. Oregon. Oregon oh yeah, Oregon does too. Oregon. Right? Well we had right. a yeah, okay. I had a governor that could pronounce our state's name. So really? in California. California? <laughs> Who did that? I'll be back. Who's asked to we kick? Right. Oh, oh well, right. he's from another country. How long has he lived in this country? I went to Ireland no, for no, five no, days, I and I, I had a brogue by the end of it. Okay, I'm just saying he has an accent, is what I mean. Like, right? I and I had an accent from being in Dublin for five days. By the time I left, you just picked it up. It's like Hilaria Baldwin, who's really Hillary, like Wilson hilarious show, Baldwin right? at this point. <laughs> Agree. <that great? laughs> Like, yeah, my people, the, the my people. It's like, dude, you're from Boston. How did nobody right? call her people. out on that before? Like, those are some nice, good know. people because I would have been page sixing that hardcore from uh, the yep. start. Yep, that's so bad. Poor Jasmine, she's too busy to know what the, the nonsense <laughs> we speak of right now. Pretty much, Alec Baldwin's wife was selling a bill of goods uh-huh. for years, saying she was from Spain, and and you know named all of her children. I mean, beautiful, beautiful Spanish names. She's just really, she worked it, but then she was doing like a cooking segment, and in the middle of it, she's like, "How do you say, you know, cucumber?" And um, which was legitimately what it was. She was acting like she couldn't remember this word because English wasn't her first language but she's from fucking Boston yeah she's from Boston she's she's from Boston Alan Baldwin's wife is from Boston born but she was pretending to be from Spain yeah 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 I always thought she was from another country nope Nope. Boston that's kind of creepy I know (laughs) Did this just come out? I, didn't, it was I didn't like, miss this. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a few months thing, ago. A few months yeah. ago, okay. yeah. like in December. Yeah, I missed that. It, it was um, yeah. glorious. Wow, she must really feel like it. Oh, no. Those types what, of people, no? they don't feel anything. Oh. They're f- totally fine. Double They're down. just going to spin it in a different way and come back at it. Yeah. Oh, man. Double down. Oh. Double down. That is. <laughs> but yeah, so Hilaria Baldwin. Hilarious. And is it Hilaria? It's, I think it's hilarious. It, it, it's actually Hilaria. Hilaria. Uh, hilarious. Right. Just, wow. just offensive and wrong and douchey. But yeah. So. so. Yeah. 
so much well, good. Yeah. I, and I, I love that Jasmine didn't know that because that means she actually pursues a life. <laughs> well, that's the curse of being in entertainment. Once you're in entertainment, you're stuck being aware of this shit. Yeah, it's it's a sad truth. So yeah, I don't jazzy. know what the hell's going on ever. It's okay. Um, what's it's your safer. number two? Oh, mine was the waiting for food. Waiting for food. Oh, that's right. It's your turn, Hello. sister. Hi. Were so, you even um, listening? Like, I'm <laughs> where people don't listen to me. Well, it's, it's, I, I blame it on tequila because I'm I made I made a double. So my next one is is the sin I'm guilty of, and I mentioned it in last week's episode, which was ta- also talking about love languages. Because while it is a pet peeve, it is my love language, and it is giving unsolicited advice. And it's not meant as a, I know everything, or I know more than you. To me, it's just care and conversation. It's not the period at the end of the sentence. It's just like, here's what I know, or here's what's my experience. And, you know, here's what I suggest, because I know somebody that's been through something similar. And... I get it. I get it can come off very, very assholian. It's just not meant that way. And I also blame my past as an assistant because you had to know everything all the time, be prepared for any question, have the answer, have the solution. And it's just kind of a bad habit. So while it is my love language, I do understand it's very much a pet peeve of many. And I do apologize for those in my life because it's just going to happen. And I need to make that same public apology. And it really is a... <laughs> same here. Uh, and it, it, it's so varied from a place of, oh, here's the experience I had, or here is the person I know who had success with this. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it ends up translating to... I, I don't know what for, like, having for you guys, but for, for me for me, having worked in a couple of huge corporations, right? Mm -hmm. And then working in a position where there were constantly people coming through the radio station or the TV station, you just end up with a huge social circle. And and I also have a like, just disturbingly large family. So I'm always (laughs) saying that, oh, I have a cousin who did this. Well, fuck yeah, I have a cousin who did did that because my grandmother was the oldest of uh, 15. My dad was the youngest of 12. My grandfather, no, my grandmother was 19. My grandfather had 14 siblings. My dad had 12. So yeah, I do have a cousin. Every fucking yeah. county in the country, <laughs> I have a cousin there. And some family members overseas too. So, uh, so yeah, I do know that person. But but I end up with a lot of information or hearing a lot of these stories. And right. So I really am trying to be helpful, but apparently I'm just an idiot. Well, not in like I'm a dumb, which could be true too, but I'm, I'm a jerk. Not at all. No, I, you're I, definitely I, not I don't know. Maybe some things. It's, a, it's an expression of affection. It really is. I think that, yeah. <sighs> I think that when you have lived some life and have some experience, you, you want to share it. Right, you want to help people cut to the chase. Yes, but you've identified the problem. What is the solution? Boom! I've got it. Yeah, we're problem solvers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like, don't waste your time because yeah. I've been down that road. Yeah, right. It only leads to irritation. Try this path. You can Google it. You don't have to take my word for it, but don't waste your time. Yeah, right. You could Google it or you could listen to me. And if that's not going to make me a bigger <laughs> asshole, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Like you can look for authorities or you could just take my word for it. I can cite my source. I can back up my shit. You know, it's not just I'm making this up as I go along. Plus, I've fucked up probably more than anybody. So let me just help you learn from my mistakes. It's because we're so humble. Look at us sitting in our humility. Yeah. I'm reading a really great book right now called The Listening Path by Julia Cameron. She also wrote mm. The Artist's Way. It's right. a new book of hers. And it's actually great training for us who, you know, want to always be giving out information. Um, she talks about practicing listening to people. First, she starts with like, what's listening, the name of it? The Listening Path. I'm writing that down. The first chapter is all about listening to your environment. And then it's about listening to people. But, you know, so she goes through different things. It's really cool. But that has been a good a good practice of just pausing, waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you do want my advice? Okay. Here it is. <laughs> uh, you want my opinion? Here you go. Yeah. I had to finally with my kids because I've had a 23-year-old and it, and in a week and a half, a 21-year-old finally Aww. got to the point Whoa. of, do you want me to listen? Do you want my advice? Or would you like me to help? And so now you get to make the decision for where you want me to go because I normally would just be like, oh, I'm just going to give advice all willy-nilly to my kid. But I have found that that is not the best parenting tactic. Really? And probably not for friends either, yeah, honestly. For, for but, anybody, yeah. 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 So to give the three options, like you, you get you get one of these three versions of me, which one is it gonna be? Because I have to go get the right hat on. <laughs> yeah, that's a really that's a really good practice. This is just taking it to the next level of like listening to them and picking up on all the cues and not even having to ask that question. I mean that makes it easier just to ask. What do you need right now? I'm but. finding that younger people like to be asked certain things. No, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're audience. I mean, it's yeah. So, yeah. so sometimes it's it's having the the asking of. But I agree. Like it's it's nice to be able to be intuitive and listen and wait. But uh, it's all about consent at this point. And I don't mean that just. I don't mean that in any sort of flip way. But it's mm-hmm. it's, you know. Like what Gia said, do you want these things? Let me know which of these things you would prefer. So like a multiple and choice me, test? Yeah, to me, it's like, that's work for me. I just want to have a conversation. And I don't right. mean that. Like if you were to ask me that question, I'm like, well, I, now I've got to think about what I want. <laughs> you know, clearly right. if I'm in distress, I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just rather much be, or let me try English. I would rather be in, in the conversation then have a Q&A. And, um, but other people would rather be asked. So I don't mean that in any flip way. It's just for me. Uh, to me, it's all a conversation. And if I don't like something, I'll say something. And it, so but that's just, I'm a different bird. But do you find also that if you just sit back, <clears throat> and I, I'm you know, speaking from experience, mm-hmm. and 
I earlier I mentioned, you know, when we first started off, it's like, oh yeah, I was talking to my shrink about peeves versus my OCD stuff, <laughs> and it it and the whole thing about having a shrink because I'll ask people, people will say, I was like, oh, you see a shrink? Like, hell yes, I see a shrink. Not because I have like you know stuff that I always have to work out, but I feel strongly that it's good to for me to um just bitch somebody else out that I'm paying versus bringing it home and taking it out on you know the people I love. Although I do joke with my therapist that I just pay him to be my friend because mm-hmm. we don't really have very much of the like dirty stuff to get into after all these years. But what I also find and, you know, I've spoken to him about is just with the process of saying, here is all of the crazy stuff I'm thinking, or here's the thing that's, you know, my pet peeve this week, just by virtue of my talking it through, I solve my own problems. And I mm-hmm. realize like how ridiculous I sound, which is in a very safe setting. And I think that when the option, as you were saying, when you have to pause for a second and think, like, hmm, how would I, how do I want to approach this with this person who's sitting here? Do I want their opinion or, you know, for them to just listen or to actually jump in? I think you have to actually think through what your particular issue is or mm-hmm. you know, what it is you're trying to solve. And maybe you're solving your own problems just by having a sounding board. Sure. And that's, it's always nice, especially when you hear yourself talk, because sometimes when I hear myself talk, I cannot believe the shit that comes out of my mouth and, <laughs> and, 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 and it's absurdity. At least I'm self-aware enough to pause usually and say, wow, that was incredibly dumb. Can we forget I ever said that? Which has happened on more occasions than I care to count. <laughs> What are you guilty of, Jasmine? Talking over people. Hence why I'm reading a book called The Listening Path. <laughs> and it is a pet peeve of mine when people do it to me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like, well, be the change, right? So. Now, is it because you're going to forget what you're saying? Is that why? Oh, is that why I talk over people? Um, no, no, it's because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I mean, sometimes it's because I think I'm going to forget, but usually just because I'm like, oh well, and, and what about this? And you know, just yeah, I it's a little of both. I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget, but I'm also just like I'm already past it too. Like whatever we're talking about, and then on to the next thing. And um, yeah, probably a little bit of a attention yeah. deficit disorder. I don't know. It's actually a sign of, of ADD, which I, which I mm. totally subscribe to that because I'm the same thing. I'm afraid I'm going to forget the very important and critical bit of information I need to share right at that moment. Or just I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I already know the answer to this problem, which I rarely ever do. <laughs> I just think I do. Yeah, it's, a, it's probably more that for me than the forgetting. It's like, well, I already know. So let me just tell you. <laughs> oh, I forget. It's the being a know-it-all thing. And I've been accused of that. So uh, yeah, working on it. But yeah, I hate it when people do it to me too. It's the name of our next podcast, The Know-It-Alls. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to have if we, if we had a girl group. And yeah. parties, right, exactly. Yeah. Opening for so, the Flying Stilettos, which is my other like fantasy band <laughs> name. Love it. Band. Yes. Love it. Yeah. So according to Dr. Joel Palka, PhD, who's the author of Annoying, The Science of What Bugs Us, our peeves come down to the three U's, unpleasant, 
unpredictable, or uncertain of duration. Agree? Disagree? Uncertain and unpleasant. Unpredictable? Is that the third? Let me read it again. Hi, tequila. (laughs) Um, Unpleasant, unpredictable, or of uncertain duration. Uncertain duration. I don't know about that. I'm just. Wait, I, whose I, opinion is this? Right. It's, <laughs> so we're writing that one down. Gentle, again. It's a gentleman named Joe Palka who's a PhD, and he wrote a book called "Annoying: The Science oh. of What Bugs Us." Oh, okay. So it's not just it's just mansplaining. I, well, and I think some of that's true because you know one of the examples was of uncertain duration. Like if you know your plane's going to be ten minutes late, you don't care. Right. You know, you can run down to Starbucks, get a get a latte or pee or whatever you got to do. If it just keeps saying, you know, delayed, delayed, delayed. Right. And doesn't tell you, that's much more irritating. Yeah. Uncertain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unpredictable. To me, late people are just predictable. If I have a late person in my life, I give them enough rope to hang themselves by. Because I know being late is a control issue. And... See, I know that. It's not a <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> but it's like, okay, so if you want to have control, you pick the day, you pick the time, you pick the place. I'm totally open. Your choice. And if you're still late to that, that will be our last date. Ooh, because noted. No, well, it's it, if we get to that point where it's it's a chronic situation. Mm-hmm. She's cutting your ass off. Not at all. I would do <laughs> it to her, not the other way around. Um, but, you know, you have those people in your lives that are always late, and it's always this cloud of drama, and there's always a reason why. It's like we don't have time for that. No, yeah. not all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. That's life. I'm human. And again, L.A., shit's, shit can happen. You can be like... A water main bursts right before you. What are you going to do? There's nothing. Right. An accident happens. What are you going to do? A lane closure. What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Out of your control. Parking. Parking. I, I don't factor in my parking when I depart. I have to stop doing that. I'm peeved at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I punish myself with valet. If I'm that late, because I love a free parking space, and I will go miles to find a free, <laughs> free parking space. That is like my goal. But if I'm late, especially if it was my fault, that then I pay for valet. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a valet fan. That's a hard thing about living in Nevada <laughs> is you don't have much valet up north. Well, no. Nevada may not, but I'm sure Nevada does. A, a Nevada, that, that <laughs> faraway land that nobody's really ever been to. I'm sure it was an out-of-state realtor that came up with that to make it sound a bit more posh. For Nevada. Well, no, it's actually, but we actually have a town uh, nearby called Verdi, but it's spelled Verdi. And it, it's just, it's, it, it's just the westernization of what's comfortable for for people i mean we say you know los feliz instead of los feliz so we're no better those of us who are la girls but everyone says it the same though but everyone says by and large yeah 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 Yeah. although there was there was a a a blink of time where there was a little movement of people who were going to get all of us to say it properly because we were Mm -hmm. being disrespectful and 
okay, yeah. But that would also be like all of us trying to say, you know, Nevada suddenly. It just, it it just wasn't. (laughs) In Louisiana, there's so many hard words. I thought it was Louisiana. 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 And New Orleans or not. New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) But there's also like Tangibahoa Parish and (sighs) Slidell. And I mean, these are just like places, right? Um, the Chifuncta River. Try to spell that. Chifuncta. Thanks, Snow. Yeah. Thanks, Snow. It's T C H E. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of Native American words, mm-hmm. right? Mixed in with and French, French, and then mixed in with right. French, and so it's just like good luck if you aren't from there. I don't know. I mean, I only know because I grew up there, and so you just grow up hearing it, right? Right. It's, well, again, it's the growing up in Southern California, you get the, the all of the, um, well, you know, we all speak Spanglish, really. Um, but you get the mm-hmm. different pronunciations of things. And it's funny, because my daughter lives down there now, and she'll on occasion say something that is so far off. And she actually speaks Spanish beautifully. <laughs> but she'll catch something <laughs> that is so far off the mark. And I'll look at her it's like, How'd you do that? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah. And she's done, she speaks, she and my son both speak beautiful Spanish, but sometimes it'll get them and we have a good giggle over it. <laughs> and then I have to interrupt what they're saying to fix them because I am a Because you know it all. Because and... you know oh, it all for and sure. you interrupt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 absurd. I love you. Well, my friend from Texas says guacamole. Guacamole with a W. Well, however you would say it, if you didn't have too much tequila correctly in Spanish, because the G is not pronounced. Oh, oh, oh. So we say guac, right? But that's not correct. So it's so I love when she comes to town and it's guacamole or however Mm -hmm. you would say it properly Mm -hmm. because I. Tick French and yeah. Spanish and Same. live in Los Angeles. So there we go. But that's so, it's so good. I'm going to, I'm going to run with just one more peeve for half yes, a second. Yes, please. Because this is all making me think about it. And it was, it's that, you know, we're talking about interrupting and listening and so on and so forth. And one of my peeves is when somebody finishes my story for me when they've never heard the story and they will all, and it's not just a story, right? It will be my situation or my query or whatever it is. They will assume they know the direction this is going and they're going to finish off my story for me generally with other people there and say, Oh, right. And then she has to do this, that and the other like, well, that's one version of it, but I'm going to tell mine. (laughs) And it is, it it makes me crazy. Because what happens is the snowball effect of that person will believe they know the answer, or that they know how the story goes, because they've conjured it up. So the next time it comes up, they are reciting it back to you with their version of it because they haven't bothered to listen 
to what the reality is. And it will fuck you up every single time to do something like that. So it's so going back to Jasmine's point of listening, I having spent years interviewing artists trying so hard to just really listen only so I can do the follow up question and be your proper human being. But with other people like with us, it's hard for me not to say, Oh, yeah, and then that when I when someone else creates an alternate ending or scenario for me, and then sticks with it on their own, doesn't bother to find out what the reality is. And then they operate from that fake Mm -hmm. world. <sighs> that is, yeah, that's an incandescent rage scenario. Is this for a me. gender specific issue? It is not actually. Okay. Yeah. No. The the dude thing. I finally. I don't know. Last five years or so. I feel very confident saying, "Are you mansplaining to me now?" Because that's cute. <laughs> This don't you know have to deal with that the spread on subways or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But but now I'll just actually say, are you mansplaining to me right now? <laughs> Break yeah. all their little necks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's getting violent now, <laughs> right? Look, look at how much then, of my beverage I have left. Just I'm gonna have to drive these pacifist. two home. Totally, exactly. Exactly. Pacifist when this is done. <laughs> Should have handed over the hosting to you. <laughs> oh my god! Any any last peeves that need to be shared? Yeah, I thought I mean, the I, list is very long. Well, I thought of one when you were talking about traffic and transportation uh, in LA, and also here in Reno. And I, a pet peeve of mine is poor design, poor city planning. That's all logic. That's all operating with a lack of logic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. missing logic. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. My list is is long. I actually I have somebody in my world whom I have. Uh, this is so dumb. Actually, a couple of people. I'll notice that their social media friends lists and people they follow are fucking mirrors of mine. And 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 I, I I'm I've the common denominator, right? And it's just like, oh, that's so funny. You have absolutely no connection to that person except for me. Mm-hmm. But now, the, which is fine and good, like, yay for everybody. But it's still one of those things like, God, that is so blatant. Can you just cop to that? Like, oh, I was think this person's so interesting. And I actually have a couple of friends. My friend Alexa, I love, love, love. And she sent me a note about somebody recently. She's like, tell me about this person. I think I should be friends with them. I'm like, absolutely. And I, which is always going to be my answer. But suddenly I'm just like, wait, how do you slide into that conversation? Which is weird and very social media specific. Yes. I, I find that creepy. Like have your friends be called and then only sp- specifically successful friends yeah (laughs) be followed Uh it's like hmm you're not following my buddy from you know the sixth grade you're you're going out yeah and well and sometimes it is oddly the buddy from sixth grade because there have been a few where i've been like (laughs) holy mother of god how is it that you would want to be connected with this person oh god that's right you just need to know like more, I guess. I don't know. I just, I think that's just it's about an numbers. Odd I think thing. people just want. Oh yeah, the Frank collectors of numbers and. Uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I like yeah, to my get my small. Isn't that broad, but 
Speaking of broads, you guys are great. (laughs) (laughs) I like when we get together. These broads. (laughs) Too much fun. Thank you both so much for coming. This was great. Thank you for having us. Oh, hell yeah. Seriously, we need to we get you start... up here to Reno, Nevada. We'll drive you out to Verdi. <laughs> go to Lake Tahoe. We'll, we'll go out and we'll wait for food. Yeah, okay, right. exactly. <laughs> we'll make you wait in a line we're for all coffee. Va- <laughs> we're all vaccinated now, so it, it's a possibility. <laughs> oh, my pet peeve is people who don't want to get vaccinated. Yes. If, I to- if, if you I- can't, if you physically can't because right. of a That's one real thing. situation, completely understand. If you're just being a dick waiting for herd immunity, got a couple middle fingers for you. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm that kind of girl. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> I'm anyway. your backup. I'm your wing woman. <laughs> I love it. You can find Gia on Twitter and Instagram at OMG It's Gia. And you can find Jasmine on Instagram at Upside Tidying and her website, UpsideTidying.com. And get to know our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group, at rootedpg.com. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this sassy little podcast, please rate it and review it and tell your friends about it. To get the podcast early, ad-free, and with exclusive content, be a patron on Patreon or get a subscription with Apple Podcasts. Go to the community page at sassylittlepodcast.com for more information. And let's connect. Find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Little Pod or email me from the About page on the website. Until next time, take care. <laughs>